0: Welcome to Pop Yak. I'm your host TJ and let's yak about some House of the Dragon. This episode was rated 10 out of 10 on IMDb and damn does it deserve it. Acting was on point for everybody. Not even on point, beyond the point. I thought that especially strong actors this episode was the guy that played Valon, I think that's his name. The brother of the sea snake. The guy that plays Viserys, Paddy. I thought he was fucking fantastic. So there's been a six-year time skip. So we see the young preteens grow up to teenagers, and we get to see Lucerius is trying to learn his high valyrian. He's like, look, I'm ready to learn high valyrian right the fuck now. First of all, calm down. It's called high valyrian, which means it's probably super hard. You don't got to force it all in one day. You don't got to brute force it. You got to let it. It's like working out a muscle, right? You got to exercise a little bit and then take a break, then rest. The sea snake is dying, and that's bad because his brother, Valon, I think that's his name, I'm going to keep calling him Valon for the rest of the episode, brother Valon is like, look, I'm actually a Valerian, let me take over the house, and everybody's like, Uh, that's outright calling Rhaenyra's kids bastards. Like, I don't know if I want to commit treason, you know, that's a little much. And he's like, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna fly over there and I'll just use some other bullshit reason as to why I want to take it. Easy, simple, problem solved. It's never that easy. Nothing is good. You will not get what you want. And I figured that that's how this show works. Like, if a character has an ambition, uh, George subverts the trope of of having people succeed with having them fail. Every time, because then once you do get a success, it's like finally, it's like getting out of the desert and finally getting that glass of cold water. We see that that funeral was very productive for the dragons. They were able to produce three more eggs, which is pretty cool. And I'm wondering what's the story with those three eggs. Why did they show them to us? Are those? I, I think since they're three dragons, is are those? They usually say sometimes dragon eggs don't hatch, and maybe that's the case for these eggs. And then. They get passed down. The ones that she got were colorful though. And these are very dark. It's like a kinder surprise. Every egg you open is a different color dragon. And it's a surprise. But it didn't seem like that originally. This is probably some weird Bernstein thing. The uh, Mandela effect. It might be a Mandela effect. That I remember the color of Khaleesi's eggs being the color that the dragon ended up being let's give it a google and see what what google says after doing an incredibly quick google search i have learned nothing all the pictures of daenerys holding eggs are just each one is different sometimes they're colorful sometimes they're just black sometimes they're like a burgundy color all three of them sometimes they're all three of them black sometimes all three of them are brown sometimes all three of them have color but the saturation of that color is varies don't know. I'm just maybe throwing it out there that it just happens to be three eggs. We find out that Rhaenyra has two more children and one on the way. She is a baby factory. And what she's doing that Alicent can no longer do is creating an army. Yes, the greens have a dragon, the biggest dragon that there ever was. And the oldest dragon that there ever was. That's also a drawback for that amazing feat. Your dragon in the middle of like this dragon war can just die on the battlefield just fall out of this from like old age and just die and you along with it yes it's the biggest dragon that's alive right now and that's because it's the oldest dragon that's alive right now so be careful Amond. it's time to visit the castle because there's a dispute so everybody gets their shit together and goes to the red keep it turns out everything has been topsy-turvy since ever since we last seen the place the men have high tower towers on their armor which i thought was interesting and is that allowed, or are those Otto's personal guard? Who, I don't know. I would love to know more about those guys. It even kind of looked like the Targaryen flag had like a greenish tint, or that could have just might been my TV. Varys is a skeleton. The dude looks like the grandmother from the Squidbillies. It's real bad. It's real bad. He looks fucking bad. We see him covered up at first. Face was covered up. You know, he was wearing heavy robes and stuff. So we were just like, that's fine. Oh, it's fine. He just looks worse. And this is as bad as he looks. No. There's a scene later where he changes into his, you know, I am the motherfucker outfit. When they are changing him out of his sick clothes into the new I am the motherfucker clothes, you see his decaying corpse. I'm sure they did that with CG, the kind of like Captain America CG where it makes him look emaciated, and even if it was CG, it looked fucking amazing. Props, kudos, also props to the makeup department for making this man, for making this man look like this. We've seen this dude healthy as a horse, and that's how he looks, minus the white hair, I assume, because white hair isn't just the natural hair color. If it is, do let me know. I mean, Rhaenyra goes to visit her dad in his room and to introduce him to the new kids. And my first thought was, yo, get those kids out of that room. That man is falling apart. He's dying right in front of you. Yeah, there's incense in this room to make it smell less like rotting flesh. But here we are. He's decaying. You know, his body is rotting away. Rhaenyra and Damon notice that he's been on Milk of the Poppy like a lot, like a lot, a lot. So much Milk of the Poppy, he's like drugged up, you know? He's on like those good painkillers where you start fucking speaking in tongues and shit. It's noticeable that the people that do all the kingdom ruling, Alicent and her dad, when Vanyra asked the king about it, like, yo, what's going on with that? He recited like the legal terms, legal names of his wife. Just like they had him practice it, you know, like, oh, she's in, she's doing this out of my will and testament yes that is what she told me to say it sounds fishy just the way he spit that out like that and that's the only coherent thing he's like really said because his memory is like going to his brain is also starting to like deteriorate Aegon, who is the worst you can ask something else to his rap sheet did some unspeakable stuff to this girl and was pissed off that she wasn't into it The girl was panicking and freaking out. Obviously, my least favorite part of the episode just because it's like, ooh, this is uncomfortable. Like, we want this to go away as fast as possible. Here, look, I'm gonna mix this moon tea. Three, two, one, boom. She's mixing that moon tea like she's a bartender. I'm like, calm down. You're not making like a screwdriver. You're like supposed to delicately make moon tea or it can have serious repercussions for the person who drinks it. Something in me tells me that Allison isn't really that worried about it. Her conscience tells her that her son's a piece of shit and that she needs to take care of this girl, because that's awful, and she does take care of the girl, she gave her the money and stuff, but she gave her fucked up moontie and was like, if she dies, she dies, we get to see Amon for the first time, since he was young, and lost his eye, and dude has crazy eyes, like, his pupils are dilated at all times, he has a smirk on his face, the littlest smirk you've ever seen, and it's so noticeable, I'm like, is that smirk, makeup you remember how they made jack nicholson smile in the batman movie from 1989 did they do that with this guy where they gave him a permanent smirk it's fantastic he looks like such an unhinged crazy dude what i think his problem is, is he's gone mad with power because not only is he an amazing fighter He has the most badass dragon alive. If anybody talks shit, they're going to be lunch. Anybody talk shit, I'm feeding you to my dragon. When he was younger, he also had like this crazy kind of complex where he was like, I'm going to become the next king. It's even worse now and you can read it all over his face. The king is like, look, I want to have dinner. And I love the little funny, you know, it's still the daytime, your highness, kind of sad, funny humor, kind of like, oh, your brain's not working, you old codger, you but it's not that it's he's like no I want to have dinner later tonight with my whole family we're all together this doesn't happen often because he's he knows what's coming right some sometimes you hear people you hear about people talking about their grandparents and saying like oh he sensed it he knew grandpa knew when his time was coming so maybe Fiserys deep down knows that he's about to go and at this point I'm sure he wants to go because he's like look I'm old I'm tired I work with fucking children no, that that's not right. He, he's just old. He's tired. He's in pain constantly. He can't do anything. Like, walk around, that shit's over. That shit doesn't happen. He was carried into the dinner room. He did walk in, with his own power into the throne room, probably carried to the d- throne room door, sat down, and was like, all right, I want to give this appearance of power. And we're saying, you know, I want people to respect me. Here's something about Viserys. He used to go to his iron throne room where he's ready to talk to the subjects and decree shit. And he also used to carry his sword when he meant business as like a threat. Like he didn't think he himself as king was enough to be a threat to somebody. He had to have his sword with him. Macho times 10 multiplier. That's when he would get cut by the throne. We see him do a 180 on his assertiveness. In the last episode, his son's eye got cut out. His daughter's kids were called bastards. And he just was like, hey, stop it. And everybody just went no and that was it he didn't really do anything about it for years and years and years and that's what caused the divide in his family spending so much time apart from his family and the fact that everybody was like fuck this i'm not gonna be here if it's gonna be toxic okay i have to fucking be firm and set my fucking foot down especially since i'm about to die i need to set my foot down hard so he does the most baller entrance and walk in history just because the man can barely fucking move and he walks all the way to his throne he gets some help from his brother who puts his crown back on his head in a very touching moment. I thought that was really touching and it showed that, a- that Damon and Viserys loved each other. You know, even though he pissed him off all the time, they still loved each other. He also didn't seem to mind that they were married, Damon and Rhaenyra, because they did it without his permission. So he didn't seem to mind about that. He's seen them together. He's seen that they're having kids together and he's like, yeah, whatever, man, just don't be on the rug, can we talk about how cool Viserys looks, like, yeah, he looks like a drogger, but, like, droggers look cool, he has the missing eye, the kind of jaw where you can see the teeth moving around in there, he's, like, grotesquely skinny, but he has this big, heavy cloak on, that looks like it'll crush him and make his bones collapse, because he's so fucking skinny, that cloak was baller, coming in with his crown, and the gold phantom of the opera mask, just exuding strength all over the place, and then even cracks wise at his own brain deterioration, he's like, I seem to be confused, and then he went, didn't I tell you motherfuckers what was up last time, and I love this like, Willy Wonka is falling over, and then does a flip with his cane situation, the sea snake's brother, we'll call him the sea serpent, the sea serpent was like, I'm sick of playing this game. Look at that boy and tell me he's a fucking Valerian. There is no way. And then like, I love that he gets egged on by Damon. Like, oh, say it, go ahead. Fucking say it, see what happens. And if I hear that from my mom, like, see what happens. Usually what follows, what happens is not good. Damon let one of those out. And you know what? The sea serpent was not ready for what happens if he said it. Not only are you raising bastards, But yo girl's a hoe. And he couldn't have it. He fucking lopped this dude's head off. He took about 83% of his head off. Fucking Dark Sister got to eat today. The look on his face when he did it. Like, I'm so glad I got that out of my system. Now I can have a nice party with my family. (laughs) It was wild how easy he did that. And how, like, chill he was about it. Just lop a man's head in half. Or in an 83% chunk. I thought that was going to be the moment of the episode where we all gasped and that was it. Like that was the part of the episode we were all going to be talking about, but it's not. Oh yeah. By the way, when Viserys is walking to his throne, I was like, yo, what if he dies right now? What if he dies right now and just collapses before anything gets dealt with? Pure blown chaos is going to erupt in that throne room. And I kind of wanted that to happen. So George, if you want to make an alternate reality version of this show and it's like in a cyberpunk future instead to to make it different from house of dragon you have the president of the super corporation viserys drops dead walking to his seat at the end of the long table you know in boardrooms what happens now to the game of thrones universe that i've set in the cyberpunk future you that's yours george that's free so it's dinner time everybody sits in this awkward silence at the dinner table i love awkward family dinner times it's one of my favorite like sketches from SNL is when they're all having dinner and loudly using their utensils and then the dad just shouts something inconsequential and then I thought to myself how are they supposed to eat now with this corpse stinking up the place it looked like Rhaenyra almost lost her lunch was put down put to sit down next to her so there's time before the food is done the main course anyway is brought in so they have time to chit chat and so Viserys is like listen to me I want you all to get the fuck along and then every start everybody starts making toasts to each other and feeling good, at least the adults, the kids are having little squabbles that if you, you'd only see if you pay, were paying really close attention to the kids, i.e. their parents didn't notice that the little that these little altercations were like Aegon going, oh yeah, I'm going to plow your wife. And Jace is very chivalrous. He stood up and was like, you, he was going to be like, you motherfucker. But then like he got the eye probably from his mom. You know the eye that you get from your parents from like, you know you're in trouble. And they're trying to telepathically tell you, you fucking better behave. He probably got that look from Rhaenyra and was like, I'm going to give a toast to my shitty uncle. It's just, there's little infractions between the two, between all the kids that really starting to build into something that cannot be contained. The king starts to, to cough and shit before the main event gets there, The main, before the main course gets there. He's just want to spend time with his family. And I love, love, love that moment of him looking around at his family and going like, I might, I'm might i going to go tonight probably, but I got to spend one happy night with my family, my whole family. God, he must have been feeling so much joy inside. That's another thing that people say about their grandparents. Oh, they were waiting for something. Like grandma was waiting for my aunt to get out of jail. Then she passed away. Kind of that kind of thing. So he once he finally had that moment with his family, he was taken away because he started to hurt. The boys get into a fucking tussle because, because of a subtle jab, calling them strong, not bastards, but strong boys. And that almost broke out into a fight. And Amon was like, yes, let's fucking go. Let's spill some fucking blood. And Daemon got in Amon's face, looked at him kind of like, I see myself in you and that's troubling. The kids were other kids were sent to bed and then Rhaenyra says, you know what, let's just fucking leave, we're all getting the fuck out of here tonight, going back to Dragonstone, Allison, all of a sudden is like, oh, do you want to be friends again, you want to just hang out tonight, have a slumber party, and she's like, yeah, I'll come back on my dragon, but before she does, fucking Allison gets mixed messages from fucking Viserys, who probably thought he was still talking to his daughter, because his daughter had come to him the night before, just talk to him, just talk to him, it's like, hey, I, I beg you, help me, and that's when he actually, you know, he helped her. He probably thinks this is her when he's talking about the Song of Ice and Fire. Because Allison has no idea what the fuck that is. She, what, only thing that she does here is everything else is like a dog whistle high-pitched noise that Allison hears. And then all of a sudden there's a break in the noise and then there's just Aegon, save the realm. She's like, that's it. That's all I needed to hear. I'm going to specifically hear that you said Aegon. I'm going to take it personally. Every second son is named Aegon in this family. Could have meant any Aegon, including Rhaenyra's Aegon. yeah. Because yes, she has one. And even if she gets told by somebody, Occam's razor, the simplest explanation for that was probably the one that made the most sense. Like he's just mumbling about Aegon the Conqueror because he's a Valyrian and they love going on and on about Aegon the Conqueror. If it's not him, it's the chick that was like a rogue prince, a rogue princess and like ran away and decided to have adventures. They both looked up to her. And if they don't, if it's not her that they're talking about, it's goddamn Aegon and his sister wife. You just needed to stay a little longer and listen to what he had to say. And then he dies with one last, my love, which can only be, it's kind of that whole, I see my dead relative on the other side beckoning me to come. And then he fucking dies. And I'm like, God damn it. Give him an Oscar they don't have oscars for tv they have emmys so give him an emmy and highly consider the sea serpent because he was acting his ass off too just acting his ass off i'm gonna miss the valerian dude the sea serpent because every time he was on screen he had an intensity to him that was like not matched by anybody else in the cast and yo king viserys rest in power king you finally in your last day were the king you were meant to be your entire fucking reign it's never too late. It's never too late. Take that as inspiration. I cannot wait till next week. I am salivating about it. It's my most anticipated thing to watch this week. And I have a lot of stuff to watch. And thanks for listening.